Welcome back to What the Fatherhood. We're back. You know what it is. Kicking it off where we left off the last episode. I'm Michael Bauer, and you are? Oh, I'm Kevin Coleman. Look at this. This is like a content here. I, I, I'm Kevin Coleman here. I am the, uh, what am I? The co-host of What the Fatherhood, I think. I think that's what I do here. We're both co-hosts. We're equal opportunity <laughs> hosters. Is Hey, equity and equality. That's what I'm about. Yeah, man. I am too. Pay women the same amount as men. <laughs> Pay my wife more. I don't care. Just give her more money. That's fine. Like then I can retire. That that's the goal. Dude, my wife makes more than I. Well, it, her base pays more than mine. Um, like her paychecks. My when I get my bonus, it's more. You know, but she did. Hey, look, my wife's awesome. She's got a master's degree. Yeah. She could make some real good money in her career, but then she'd have to work probably some shitty hours. So, yeah, you know, cause people need therapy, but they can't always be available during the day, which I, I get that people have to work. I get it. <laughs> you know? Like dude, people, people don't understand that me myself as a mechanic, I have a life outside of my job. <laughs> they hate yeah. the fact that I go home and don't think about their car all night. Well, okay. So can we talk about mechanics for a second here, Mr. Sure. Mr. Mechanic guy? Why is it so hard to find a trustworthy mechanic? Um, That's a really good question. That's a question that I don't know. I don't have the answer to. So my dad was a mechanic um, when I was like really young. And then um, I'll tell you why it's hard because it's hard for us to make money. Okay. Really? You, like you think like, oh, these guys are rolling in it. We're not. Like it, it, it does take a lot of money to keep a repair facility open. The insurances yeah. are extremely expensive. They're expensive in Pennsylvania. I can imagine in a place like California where everything costs more, they're even more out there. You know, and if yeah. you go into big cities like New York, Philadelphia, Washington, DC, they're going to be even more, these big cities. It costs a lot to keep the shop open. <sighs> You know, it's just, and I don't know, you know why? Because they can, a lot of people rip people yeah. off because they can. That's it's hard. It's a lot of money. Like it's hard to find dudes. Like I found a couple of dudes that help. Like, Oh, by the way, if you're listening, never buy a Ford fucking edge car. Do not do it. It is the worst POS car. I would have told you that. <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't know you when I bought my wife that car. So like it is the dude, it is the worst car I've ever we had to deal with so much shit with that car. Like I was so happy to get rid of it. Um, but like so I was taking on mechanics all the time. And by the end of it, I finally met a really good mechanic and he told me, he's like, Listen, dude, I'm gonna fix this. I'm not gonna charge you labor. I'm just gonna fix this thing for you because I know you've been having issues with it or whatever. And then I'm gonna have you, you're gonna drive straight to the dealership and you're gonna sell this piece of shit and trade it in. That's what he told me. He's like, you just sell this thing because you're just gonna be putting more money into it and it's never gonna be fixed. He's like, this is the one car I see more of it than any other car. And he's like, just get rid of it. He's like, there's no reason to have it. So thank you, dude, out there, my mechanic guy. I don't remember his name, but he was actually at a dealership too. He told me, he's like, don't do this anymore. Um, He's like, just take it in. And like, and, and so I appreciate him, but everybody else, like always gouging, always trying. And I guess you're right. Like, cause they can. And, and I don't know shit about cars. So it's like, you know, I mean, I'm sure you get asked by random ass people about cars all the time. Like, Hey, how do you fix oh. this or stuff like that? So that's gotta be annoying. Um, but yeah. The thing that we get now is like a car will come in and then someone will be like, my buddy says it needs this. 
Well, then why don't you have your friend fix it? Well, he's not a mechanic. Then why are you taking his advice? Tell me what, here's the thing. The best thing to do to save yourself money is this. Tell your mechanic what your problem is and then tell them, call me first. If something seems suspicious, talk to other people, call them out on it. Yeah. You know, it's okay to call them out on it. Don't be afraid to price shop. You know, look at reviews on Google or whatever app you use. Word of mouth is obviously very good too. Yeah. But you know, hey, don't forget we're people too. You know what I mean? So like we have people come in. Did you read this article in the new Corvette? I was like, no, nah, I didn't. <laughs> Why? Because I don't care. <laughs> and then someone asked me, he's like, what do you do at home? I'm like, I try to have sex with my wife as much as possible. Like so, I've spent time with my child. I don't think about work. I'm like, so yeah, you yeah. understand. And I've, I've told people too, they're like, well, what are your interests? You must love racing and NASCAR and stuff like that. I'm like, I hate NASCAR. I hate racing. I think it's stupid. I think racing is a waste of fuel, by the way, that you could be using to make cheaper fuel for other people instead of making high to, you know, high fucking octane race fuel. It's my opinion. But people like racing. And you know what? I'm still an American. You like racing? Race. I don't care. I have interests outside of cars. I, You know how much interest I have in a car? None. I could fucking care less. You ban cars tomorrow. What are you going to fix? Something. I'll fix electronics. I don't know. Something. Teach me. I'll yeah. fix it. But my interest, you know what I like? I like microphones. I like audio equipment. That's the shit that I like. That's what gets me off. I'll watch Obscure Mics on Audio Hotline on YouTube because I'm crazy like that. Really? That's the shit I like. That's what I fucking like, man. That That's what it's all about right there. You know, and people are like, oh, you know, speaking about that. The amount of time I spend still at 38 being married for over seven years trying to get laid is just amazing. <laughs> That's good, though, right? Well, yeah, but like I thought at this point I would be like, oh, I don't care. And I'm like, oh, well, it's right there. So I should just get it. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's how it works anymore. Like, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I don't know if it's like, oh, it's there. It's just you're just gonna go. We're not. Uh, it depends. They gotta be in the mood, right? Yeah, and it's hard when you have children that throwing that thrown into the equation. Yes. Yes. Do, yeah. Are your kids good at going to bed? Like, are they cool with that, or they do they fight? They used to fight. Um, now it's pretty chill. Like what we do is we just alternate. So like. You know, I get, I'll take the younger one. My my oldest goes with mom and like, we do that thing. And like, we put them down and stuff like right now it's not bad. Like they'll go to sleep and do that, but they used to fight it really hard. Like, and, and we've done different things. Like what I did, which is, it has helped um, the girls is uh, I downloaded a, it's like a Bible app on my phone and it does like short stories for kids and like they can actually play. And so like they, there's like okay. little activities and stuff like that. And so like, We'll do a little mini Bible study um, every night and they get to do it. And then we like there's a card matching game and like all this like little just stuff like for them to do. And it kind of calms them down. And then we do one Bible and then maybe read a book. It depends. But usually it's just a Bible and then they'll just fall asleep for the most part. I did not know that you were a religious person. Um, so the way I look at religion is I'm Christian. My daughter goes to a private school that is um, that is Christian school, um, Stone Ridge Christian. Um, the way I look at it, religion is it can be good or bad. 
the people can be good or bad just like anywhere else but in my experiences the kids that go to those schools and the kids that go to church are kind of families i want my kids to be around so if that means i have to kind of go to church or kind of influence them and go to those places like i will do it for my kids like i'm not like you're not going to see me every sunday at church you're not going to be seeing that but i will like you know, I, I want my kids to be around people like that. And so, and I also, with the, with the knowledge that those people not are great either. So like, don't yell at me out there if you're like anti-religion. Um, but like, I do like, I gen, generally speaking, I feel like those people, um, you'll fit what me and my wife want for our kids. So, um, with always outliers, we all, and we always watch them. It's not a hundred percent, but like, and, and my girls like it. My girls like singing and my girls like going and girls like doing that stuff. So like, to me, it's about my kids, not like, not necessarily my personal preference. Yeah. I, I get that. I yeah. Get that. Cause teaching, know. I teach AP Euro. So like, I also talk about the Catholic church a lot. Cause we talk about like the reformation, Luther and all that kind of stuff. So like I come at from or AP, 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 okay. advanced, which advanced is placement. advanced, advanced placement. Yeah. So like I signed up for an AP class in high school. They told me I was too stupid. <laughs> you can't do that anymore. So equity wise, they have to let you in. So you'd be you'd be good. You'd be able to make it in. I don't know if you would have passed, but you would have been in. It was for AP history. I, I'm a big history guy. I love yeah. history. I'm like, yeah, what? Yeah. Like, well, you're not going to college. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm trying to go to college. You just keep telling me to not go to college for what I want to do. I don't want to be a fucking accountant. How many times yeah. do I have to tell you that? <laughs> Yeah. So like, so yeah. So like I teach that. And if you, if you're big into history, you know, about the reformation and all that kind of stuff. So like, you know, what the Catholic church and all that kind of stuff is. So like, we're not Catholic at all. Um, but we are, we're just, you know, I, I, I would call myself a Lutheran in terms of like, I'm going to, like he said, like the scripture is what it is to you. Like, so like, if you go and do these things, you practice it, if not, whatever. Um, but my girls love it. So like, to me, it's like, Hey, if they like it, I, I will get on board and we will just go from there. Like, I'm not going to like, I won't, I, I always promise myself and I, pro, and I, and I still promise myself inside that like, I'm not going to be one of those dads that pushes kids to something. Like if they like it, then I'll do it. And I'm not going to take anything away just cause I think it's stupid. Right. Like if my daughter That's wants cool. to go be in band, whatever. Okay. Like, you know, we'll, we'll try it. Like maybe cheerleading might be where I'm stepping away. No, no cheerleading. And only because it's too damn expensive. <laughs> so I don't know how much you've seen, how much, Oh dude. I, I don't know. Oh. Jenna, Jenna was a cheerleader in high school. So, so not necessarily that, but like a lot of these travel cheer teams, they get insane. Like yeah. flying to Florida doing competitions and shit. No way. You know what? Like, so we, we actually talked about that a little bit. And if she wants to do something where it has like, maybe you do one or two competitions a year. Okay. We will consider that. Yeah. But, you know, and, and it's not fair to us as parents and as just adults and working people and the child. I don't want to spend every waking minute on your after school activity and yeah. you shouldn't have to either. It should be a thing that's a fun thing, a little bit here and there. Not too serious. You know what I mean? You're not going to be a professional cheerleader. I mean, she could, I guess. <clears throat> but you know, what's the, what's the lifespan on that? That's not something that's going to get you a pension or a 401k contribution, no. I'm assuming. No, no. <clears throat> so that's where, to me, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, and like, like, like we have softball now, like my daughter likes to play softball. So we'll go do that. Like, but it's a, it's a commitment. Cause you don't want to like, 
you got to be there every Saturday. And then we have practice two days a week and you got to make sure you're there because you don't miss it. Cause you want to show them commitment and that kind of stuff. So like I see, I think I will say this for every parent out there listening, the biggest mistake parents make from my perspective as a high school teacher is that they get too involved with their kids in terms of like, Hey, you're going to play softball and you're going to do this. And we're going to take you to all these travel teams all the way from like six years old to like high school. And by the time they get to high school, they're super burnout, super burnout. And they don't want to do it anymore. I mean, uh, there's going to be the occasional story of a kid that's really involved and invested and they turn out to be something great and that's fine. But you know what? I, I have news for everybody. Not every person is great. And I know in today's society, everyone's told that they're great. Some people just fucking suck. Mm-hmm. We have to accept it. We just, yeah. we just do. Be <laughs> that parent. Sad. Like, in my opinion, you got to be that parent that laughs at their kid. Like, oh my God, my kid is like, uh, like, like, just be out there. Like they're there. And, and my daughter is, I would say my older one is pretty, she's not like super athletic, but she's okay. Like you could tell, like she's, she can hit a ball. She's pretty, you know, for her age, she's going to be okay. Um, but like, I even know, like, and as a coach, like I saw it all the time with parents, like how they got too involved, like, nah, just have fun. Like, and if you're not having fun, I'm not gonna let you do it. Like, we'll just go do something else. Like, we don't need to do this. And I think, I think that's where you have to be very careful with like how you deal with your kids. I will say this, Cora and I throw the ball around in the backyard. She's got a damn good arm for being (laughs) four. Yeah. Surprised. My kid, my kid has a pretty good arm now. I saw it the other day. Like, and she's enjoying it, right? Like, so like she enjoys it. That's fine. Like I got her, um, and we put her in different stuff like soccer. She hates, she hates soccer, which I'm totally okay with. Cause I'm not a big soccer fan either. So like you, we, tr- we tried it, we tried it, we tried it. Didn't work. Um, so we moved on. Um, I put her, like, I got her tennis rackets. We play tennis. She enjoys that. Like when we play it by ourselves and do that kind of stuff. So like, maybe, maybe one day she'll like tennis. Um, you know, we take her softball is kind of her thing right now. I'm going to definitely get her to go to golfing with me as the summer comes around. So like, there's things that you nice. try to do as you go, you know, and you just figure out like what, what is good. But, but the minute they don't have fun, you got to stop because that's just, you got to, you got to make sure you don't get too invested in it. Like it's okay to get invested in your kids, but, but there comes a borderline obsession and that's not good. Yeah. I remember when I played football in middle school, you know, the, the parents that would be screaming their heads off. Yeah. And I'm like, you realize we haven't won a game in like two years, right? Like, let's not, let's not get that invested. here. Yeah. For the record, it wasn't my fault that we weren't winning. I was a linebacker ladies and gentlemen. So I did the best I could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I see it at games. I see like, I've seen, um, I've seen at games, I've seen emotional issues, you know, with kids, like people yelling in the stands at their kid and like stuff like that. Like, that's not what I want to be. Like, I don't know if I'm ever going to coach my daughter said anything like, and I was, I used to be a varsity coach for basketball and I've coached volleyball and stuff like that. Um, but I've always kind of been hesitant about that because I see how coaches react with their kids, you know, and I don't want to be too hard in that kind of a coach. And I don't know if I can separate the two sometimes, especially as a coach, because I was a pretty demanding coach. Um, so that's really tough. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do with my kids because I, I and I enjoy it. But then you get there and you're like, ah, do I like what is going on? Like, Because I know I could do a better job. You know, when you watch it, like, you'll, you'll get there. Like, you're, you're out there and you're like, man, these people have no idea. They're just volunteering. They're super nice. There's a reason why my ass isn't volunteering because I don't want that on me, my schedule right now. But like I could go out there and probably do a better job. And it's like it's a very fine line. Yeah. Uh, and like somebody asked me once, like, would you want to be like an assistant coach for my kids football team? And I was like, I don't. I don't have time for that. Like your your child's peewee team will be fine without me. 
You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, and the thing is, I'd be interested in it, but I just, I don't. I'm interested, but I'm not. Let's let's put it, you understand that sentiment, right? Like I am, but I'm also not at the same point in time. Yeah. No. Yeah. I like that's the thing. Like you have to. Well, it's hard with us too. Like you know, we got all this other stuff going on. Do we want to add like coaching? <laughs> you know, four year old t ball. Right. Like I'd rather just say, hey, okay, let's go win your game. Let's do it. Like because then you have to deal. With, you see, my whole goal in life is not to deal with people. So like as soon as you add things on your plate and you're dealing with Why are we the people, same person? That's what I want to know. <laughs> because like you just add more things. Like I I don't want to deal with people. Like and then you add then you add in what? Like 10 parents or 20 parents. And then like I even heard it at our last practice. I'm sitting there minding my own business, pretending like I'm just I'm just there. And I hear the, the coach come over and say, Oh, hey, I know you texted me about how you get you know, you guys are divorced. So you, she, he has his, your daughter this weekend, but we have pictures and the lady was upset because there was the weekend she wouldn't have them. And then we have pictures this weekend. And like, now the coach has to deal with that. I don't want to deal with that shit. Like, that's not something that I want to deal with with five-year-old T-ball. Like, cause I just don't want to put that in my life. So like, that's the other yeah. thing, everything that you do, you got to realize, Hey, this is going to have something you have to deal with it somehow. Yeah. No, thanks. Yeah. No, no, thanks. No, thanks. It's hard enough just trying to get her to agree to go to preschool in the morning. <laughs> like, why is this a thing? Just you have fun. They braid your hair. Just go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm right down the street. Her preschool is right up the street from where I work. <sighs> Pardon me. So I'm right down the street. If there's an issue, you can someone, you one of your teachers can call me. I'll come up. I'll be here in 10 minutes or less. <laughs> you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's not make this a thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, and and you, and you don't, but it's it, it's tough. It's tough out there. So I have a weird question. I was I wanted to ask you this: if your wife would let you, and you didn't see her face, because I would definitely do this for my wife. Would you sell her feet pics online? Because people are into that shit, man. Yeah, there's no harm in that, right? A hundred percent. Fuck it, like yeah. hell yeah. yeah. First of all, for the people that have a feet fetish, shame on you. That's gross. <laughs> If a girl's like suck my feet, like let's say I'm single, I'm not, but I start dating and a girl's like, I want you to kiss my feet. Be like, no, you had those things jammed in a foot for the last or jammed in a shoe for the last 11 hours. I'm not doing that. And I don't want you to touch my feet. It's no. like they don't, they're not there, but guys are into it. And we, we're men. We know we're disgusting, but fuck. Yeah. If someone's like, make a thing, put your wife's feet pics on it and you'll get this amount of money. <laughs> Sign me, sign me up. Yeah. Sign me yeah. up. I'm pretty shameless when it comes to that kind of stuff. Like, if we can, if we can I, figure I can that out. Having that like, I can't. Why do why do people have that fetish? Do you know? I I can't. I don't, you know, honestly, my wife would probably be somebody that could explain that better because she obviously right. is a therapist. And maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if she really talks about stuff like that with her patients. Obviously, what she talks about with her patients is confidential. So, um, yeah. you know, she doesn't she doesn't tell me anything. But um, I don't know. I mean, maybe maybe they bring that up to her. I don't know what the hell it is though. But there's nothing about a foot that gets me going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. It's gross. They got like corns and stuff on them. Like it's it's a it's a. 
I, I've never quite understood that one. Like that one's weird. There's other things that, okay. Yeah. You know, all right. I, I, I see it, whatever. But like, but people make a lot of good money on feet picks. Yeah. Like gross. Like my wife wants me to rub her feet and I'm like, no, but then Cora <laughs> no. asked me to rub her feet one time. And I did. And she's like, you'll rub her feet. Not mine. I was like, one, she's four years old. Her feet are still pristine. They're fantastic. They're smooth. <laughs> they're cute. They're little, they have little wiggly toes on it. I'm like, your feet are disgusting. They're not. Her feet are fine. But it's it's like you, you would do things for your daughter that you would never do for your wife. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I hate rubbing yes. my wife's back. I hate it. It's because then you're there for 45 minutes. But the one night Cora wanted me to just rub her back a little bit. And I was like, oh, of course, you're my little girl. I'll do that for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. That's not even like a, not even an argument, like a hundred percent. Like, and that's just what they got to live with. Right. Like when, when, when we talk about it, like that's just what they're living with. For sure. Same thing with ripping people off with their cars. You just got to live with it. <laughs> hey, come on. You, you, you guys are killing me with that crap. <laughs> uh, uh. Just bring your car to my shop. You won't get ripped off. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll ship it over to you in, uh, in Pennsylvania and, and you'll get that thing running. Sounds economically practical. I always wanted to talk to somebody, a mechanic from California. I'm just curious how they do things out there because there is something um, like when you order a catalytic converter, we have to know if it's up to federal emission standards or California emission standards. Yeah. So I'm well, like, just Calif- make it all California. Like, just make yeah. it all California emissions. Like, oh, dude, that's the word. The catalytic converter thing. So, like, I had a Nissan Frontier for a long time. It was a great truck. Never had any issues with it. Then as it got older, obviously things happened to it. Um, well, it was going to need Can't a catalytic remember. converter. Yeah, dude. California emission standards are the worst. So I had I had to find a catalytic converter in Texas, grabbed this one in Texas, and I was going to buy it. And then they were like, oh, well, it has to be up to California standards. And they want to charge like an extra $1,000 on top of like mm-hmm. the parts and they're like all that kind of stuff. And then that, I was just like, no, I'm not doing this. So like I got it fixed enough to where I could sell the truck and like uh, some guy bought it off the off, off Craigslist or something um and facebook marketplace and so i got my money back out of it like the truck was fine but like gosh dude california just california legitimately screws you in every fashion that they can like in terms of taxes and like like emission standards and all of that is it as good of a place to live as people like i think fantasize about it uh i mean well yeah kind of i get there i think it just depends on like what you're looking for. Now I can't really say, cause I've only lived in a couple of different places. I've pretty much lived in California my whole life. Generally speaking. Um, I would say like, if you live on the coast, yeah, absolutely. Like I love it on the coast, but you gotta have money. Like if you don't have money on the coast, you're not gonna be able to live. It. Like it's just expensive. Everything is there. Like a home, like I'm in like an eight, 1700 square foot home, 1800 square foot home right now, three bedroom, two bath. I paid two twenty six for it. And on the coast or like LA or these places, San Diego, this is like a million point five house here. It's a $200,000 house. And, and it's like, it's so like, it's really like that. Like here where we live is pretty good. Like you can travel different places. You got to drive everywhere though. Like I, I think it's okay. Um, standard of living is fine. Like, I think that there is that like, so like when you're looking at like, can you live here comfortably with the family? Yeah, you can. So like there's positives to it, but there's negatives to it too. So like, you just have to deal with the politics. You got to deal with stuff that you may not like, and you just kind of roll with it. And that's just how it is. But I, I don't, I don't have reference cause I can't really, I've never lived anywhere else. So it's hard for me to be like, oh yeah, well it's better here. Like I hear it's better some places like, but I don't know what any East coast stuff like that. I don't know any of that. I mean, the East Coast isn't that great either because it's all just a bunch of New Yorkers that think they know everything. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, there's a, a town about 40 minutes north of where I live called Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. Beautiful, just like little, like small town Americana, like slightly bigger than your what you would consider your classic American small town to be. Right. Yeah. But it is really, really close to New York City. They actually call it the sixth borough because so many people from New York move there and just commute to the city every day. Like them moving there and doing a longer commute into the city is cheaper than them living in New York City. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, don't fucking price your people out. And then they're moving down here and then they make it more expensive for us to live. Yeah. That's the problem. That's yeah. That's a huge problem. And, um, and here in California, like the pricing yeah. out of stuff, like people are just moving more inward be from the coast because they can't afford to live anymore on the, on the coast <laughs> and that side. And, but that's pricing a lot of people out. So like, you're seeing a little, a, like a huge disparity of like where people are living. And actually a lot of people are moving to Arizona now. So you're seeing them basically price people out of California and moving to Arizona. And so you're seeing kind of, that's why Arizona's like, this isn't a politi politics podcast, but like it's, that's why it's turning more blue is because a lot of these people that they're pricing out of L.A., San Diego and some of these other cities, Bakersfield, even they're all going to Arizona now. And so that is going to turn in more blue. And we're seeing that. So like, yeah, it's definitely it's a, it's a problem. Like and, and then obviously the housing market went nuts. And so that's also the other issue. Dude, houses are so they still look so expensive. My wife wants to move and I'm like, let's just not. <laughs> You know, we've been here yeah. long enough where we're paying down on our mortgage really good. Yeah. More than enough space. We got 1,800 square feet. Although I think it's, I feel like it's less than that. But it doesn't matter. There's three people here. We're fine. We have more than enough room. Yeah. We don't need to go anywhere. But I don't know. It's hard. Like, you know, Pennsylvania is actually a very beautiful state. The part that I live in isn't as beautiful as I'd like it to be. Uh, but once you get like to the middle of the state, like where Penn State is, and then out, Pittsburgh's okay if you've if you've ever been to Pittsburgh. I actually kind of like Pittsburgh. It's a pretty cool city. Yeah. Um, you everyone's like, like this is a bad part of town, and I'm walking around. Wait, and I'm like, wait a minute. Why are you a Eagles fan? I live 90 minutes away from Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Yeah, dude. Oh, geography. I don't know. Dude, Pennsylvania is huge. So I it takes me five and a half hours to get to Pittsburgh. From where I live. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So to get to the expo in Canton was six and a half for me. Okay. Still more practical to drive it than to try to fly. Because yeah. we we did the math. We'd have to drive to Newark, not New York, Newark, New Jersey, shithole, fly to Cleveland, rent a car and drive down. Yeah. So it would actually end up with the amount of driving we'd have to do. It would be the same travel time overall. Yeah. And you're renting a car and you're paying to put your car in parking at the Newark airport. And yeah, it's yeah. all thing. No. Plus, by the way, Steelers fans in this area are fucking obnoxious. Are they? Oh my God. They're terrible. And Steelers fans hate Eagles. They hate the Eagles. We're like, Good. we don't hate you. We don't care about you. You, you I mean, we're like, we're on it. We tell Steelers fans, we don't care about you. We don't think about you until we play you. We don't care. Well, you guys don't, well, I don't play Eagles. Either, do you? What's that? You guys never play each other, really, have you? Once every four years because they're oh, in the okay. AFC. But it's like, okay. oh, well, we hear about you all the time. Yeah, you live here. 
you're in the territory of the team. That's why you hear about it all the time. Why yeah. don't like it? so move? <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? Yeah, no, I think uh, it, Eagles fans suck. Can we get? Can we make that clear? Like Eagles we fans, do. you guys suck. You yeah. guys are assholes. Weird, terrible people. There is no one that I hate more than Eagles fans. Like no one. Like that, and and it's not that I hate you as people. It's just as a fandom. You guys are the worst. As someone who works with football stuff now and has gotten attacked by Eagles fans, you guys are the worst. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it. Yeah, you're welcome. We're passionate, man. Are you, though? Hey, don't forget. Don't forget. In California, if your team loses, just go to the beach. You go outside. It's nice out. If you if the Eagles lose, you sit inside and you stew. And you know, I think part of it too is, you know, on the East Coast spectrum of things, Philadelphia is sandwiched between New York City and Washington, DC. So it's like it's kind of that thing where they always get overlooked. Yeah. So it's like the under the whole underdog mentality thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why we're such assholes. I I really don't know. I mean, I think I think you're right. I do think like it's like, what do we do? I think that's why I will say California as a whole are pretty fair weather fans, like just in general, like people here, because we do have a ton of stuff to do. Like LA. LA is the worst city for sports because if they're good, people will yeah. go because it's a it's a uh it's like a culture thing. It's like a just like, hey, USC's good now. Let's go hang out at the USC game and then afterwards we'll get cocktails and then we'll have some fun. Like that it's so sports and like most most towns in California are like a it's a secondary we're gonna hang out but let's just go do this thing like Clippers games you ever been to a Clippers game I love the stadium Staples Center and I don't know I'm just gonna call it Staples because I don't care about the other new name like Staples was there it's amazing basketball arena the Lakers are good yeah those are real fans Clippers it's like hey let's just go hang out let's do have some fun like it's just that's just LA that's just like California yeah I I get it and to an extent, we have that here, not with the Eagles, not with Penn State. Steelers fans, they'll go if the team doesn't win a single game. Same thing with like the the Giants and the Jets. They're they're gonna pack the stadium up there, the share stadium. But like the Flyers, the Sixers, if they're not doing so good, there's it's not gonna be as many people. Like other little local stuff here, like um the Phantoms, which is the Flyers AAA affiliate. Yeah, they're in Allentown, so it's really close to me really close which is great because i love hockey so i could just go and it's 15 minutes away from my house if you don't go the way my wife tells you to go (laughs) go the way she tells you to go it's 30 minutes that's why i drive but i love shit like that i love going to games there's you know there's a lot of good sporting venues here like we um we're lucky so i live in an area of the the country it's called the lehigh valley which is the allentown bethlehem easton um area i don't know what they would call it metropolitan area so I'm like kind of sandwiched. I'm like halfway right in between Philadelphia and New York. So I could be in Philadelphia an hour and a half. I could be in New York an hour and a half. It's cool. Yeah. I don't go to New York. I don't like New York City. I just, I'm not in New York Shocking. City. Shocking. Shocking you don't like New York City. It's yeah. I feel more comfortable in Philadelphia, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, but yeah, so you know we have the Flyers AAA affiliate here, and we have the Phillies AAA affiliate here, which is cool. But the Phillies are another one where they don't do good, people don't go. In all fairness, when you're not doing good and it's July in Philadelphia and it's 95 degrees with 90% humidity and you're going to watch your team lose by 12 runs, no. Yeah. I don't think so. 
<laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'd rather just stay home. What is your favorite sporting event to go to? Hockey. Hockey. Yes. Yeah. I can't Number explain one. why because I like football more. I can't explain it. What about you? It's hockey. I is it really? Hockey. Yeah, Do yeah, you? yeah, yeah. Because we have the Sharks over here, so we have San Jose, um, and uh, I used to play hockey. But like it's Sharks, and it, I, have you ever been to a minor league hockey game? That's what the Phantoms is. I was there, oh, dude, uh, awesome. two weeks ago. It was a terrible experience. Oh well, usually Cora did not like. Good. She didn't like oh. it. She thought it was too loud. Okay. Yeah, like so, like, like I, I, I just have a lot of fun with hockey. I and you know what, I actually do like going to baseball games, and it's not necessarily like I would actually put baseball probably second to me, like going to them. I like basketball, kind of like second and third, um, but baseball to baseball me is more like, a, yes, like I go grab some food if I don't have kids, you know, whatever, hang out, we'll get get a beer, walk around, see people, have talk. Like baseball to me is like one of those chill ones. I like basketball third, actually, like. NFL games are probably last to me. I like college football a little bit more because it's a little bit more accessible, like kind of getting other areas. I hate going to NFL games primarily because it's such a pain in the ass to go. Like it takes forever. Yeah. Commercial timeouts are the worst. Commercial timeouts, dude, you guys suck. Like even at college games, commercial timeouts, like they will like, oh, it's awful. Like you guys suck there. Like I, I, I can't stand it. So for me as an Eagles fan, I'm oh, sorry, I hit my mic. It is actually cheaper for me to go to other team stadiums to watch the Eagles play. Yeah. I could do a bus. I did a bus trip last year when they played the commanders Mm -hmm. and I might do the bus trip this year when they go, I think they play the jets this year in East Rutherford. And I'd rather do an Eagles jets game than an Eagles giants game. We'll, we'll take the stadium over if it's the jets, if it's the giants, we won't. You know, but like college football around here, Penn State is three hours away from where I live. Mm -hmm. Um, And aside from that, like there's not really good college football. You could go down to Philly. You could see Villanova. You could see Penn that play at Franklin Field, which is a historic field. It's a horseshoe field. It's actually really cool. I want to go see a Penn game. Nobody wants to go with me. So Rutgers (laughs) is like two hours away. Um, yeah, honestly, don't, don't go to Rutgers. Well, but here's the thing: they're in the Big Ten, so I could see Penn State play uh, there. Yeah, like, yeah. and it's cheaper and it's closer than going to Penn State. Actually, yeah. every year we do a thing where me and Nate, who's a co-host on the Dinosaur Rewind, we go to the Eagles Penn State. Or, oh my god, we go to the Penn State uh, Maryland game wherever they play. Unfortunately, last year we couldn't go because it was on my anniversary weekend and my wife didn't want to go to that on her anniversary, which was kind of selfish of her. But um, (laughs) so we do that. But Maryland is the same distance to go to that stadium as it is to go to Penn State. And it's cheaper. And it's actually a really cool freaking stadium where we sat. You could see the Washington Monument. Yeah, it was it was far like you could just see the outline of it. But. It was still really cool. I loved it. And uh, there's actually a small college here called Lehigh University. Um, so tickets are $8. Mm-hmm. You can tailgate. The football's terrible. But you don't care because... Yeah. And until I was 30, I would tell them that I was a student and they believed it. 
<laughs> yeah, your your old ass can't get away with that now. Like you're not anymore. I got I'm a student here. I got gray in the beard. Core pointed out to me. She's like, "Why is your beard a different color?" I said, "You." <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's funny how we have to like. I I, I know. I all about like. Okay, so I can go to this game for cheaper. I'll I'll do that. Like we still we got to figure out a Penn State Michigan game to go to. They're just too damn expensive. Like that's just uh, it's just too expensive. That's the problem. Like and especially for you because you're gonna have to fly. Yeah, and play. Hey, plane tickets are outrageous right now. By the way, the, unless you're going somewhere that nobody wants to go to, but then why would you go yeah. there? That's the problem. It's they're still outrageous. Like I've been looking at plane tickets trying to go. Like it's just it's just. It's too expensive. Like I can't afford it. I I would love to do Penn State, Michigan. I would think it would probably actually be cheaper to go to that game at Penn State. I feel. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I'm sure. I just I have that feeling. I just feel like Michigan's an expensive ticket. It's always expensive. Uh, the only both both seats can have over a hundred thousand though, so I think it's it's one of those things. Like, but they're both going to be good next year. That's the thing. Like when they're good, it's like like I used to go to Kings games when they were bad, and now that they're good, it's like way too expensive. They price me out. Like I'm not spending two two hundred dollars to go to a Kings game. Like that's not no. happening. No, and that's why I don't go to any. That's why I don't go see the Eagles. Honestly, I yeah. I want to go. My wife has never been to an Eagles game at the link. She was at an Eagles game in Washington. We went the year that they won the Super Bowl. But, you know, now that the Eagles are back in the Super Bowl again, the ticket prices are just going to keep going up. And I'm like, I can't. I wanted to go not this past year, but the year before when they played the Jaguars. And the cheapest I could find for two tickets with all the fees and everything, fuck you, Ticketmaster. Seriously, you guys are fucking crooks. It would have been close to $700. Yeah. I'm like, I can't. And Jenna's like, well, let's just do it. I'm like, Jenna, that's that's two months of paying for your car. Yeah. And then some. That's two months of paying for your car and a month worth of gas in the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad we didn't go to that game anyway because it poured. <laughs> yeah, but you can't, like, you, it's hard to justify it. You know what I mean? I, just, I can't. No, like, if I was paying that for two tickets and it was the NFC Championship game, I, I might. Yeah. I might think about it. Yeah. But even so, like sporting events are tough. Cora likes to go to the Iron Pigs, which is the the Phillies AAA affiliate because they have ice cream there. <laughs> it's all about the it's all about the ice cream. That's why my kids like going to Fresno State games because they get a snow cone. Like that's what they care about. Dude, I'm not gonna lie, I would love to come to California and go to a Fresno State game with you. Yeah. They're pretty be boring. Cool. Just just the heads up, like yeah, but we could see the next Derek Carr. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're okay. Like, I don't get me wrong. It depends on the game. Like, if you get a game that's good, like Fresno State shows up. Fresno State though is like a, the biggest fair weather city I've ever met. Like, if the team sucks, there's like ten people there. Like, you can go to a boys basketball game and there's like maybe two hundred people there. That's it. How far is that from your house? Like forty minutes, thirty five. That's not bad. I see. And I think that's a- something that, that we can make happen. And it has an airport. It's not small. Like they, that's where I fly out to go to places like Chicago and stuff. When I went to Expo. Oh, so when you went to the Expo, you went to Chicago, and then did you go Chicago to Cleveland? Someone picked me up in Chicago, so I drove with Sam Wallace from Fantasy Life, ESPN's Fantasy, or not Matthew Barry's, whatever. Like he he uh, he driving from Wisconsin, so he just picked me up on my way, and we oh. just drove from there. That's a long ass drive too. 
I would not recommend that ever again. Like I was supposed, well, I was supposed to go with Nick, our buddy, Nick, he was supposed to pick us up and go. And then, but, um, he had a wedding that weekend, so he couldn't do it. So I had to find another wreck. Yeah. I, I guilted him as much as possible, but he shut me down pretty quick. Oh, did it go? I was like, come on, man. Like, just go. He's like, well, he was in my wedding, so I have to be in his. I was like, yeah. 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 So, yeah. So still, still trying to figure out a time to hang out with him. But yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Like it's, it, it's just hard. Like, you know, when the games and stuff and then like food, everything like game, game experiences aren't the greatest. Like the new cool thing about some of the stadiums out here, you can bring your own food in. So like, that's cool because it's cheap. Where can so, you do that at? Sign me up. <laughs> well, the Oakland athletics let you. So like Oakland out here, cause no one goes to their games anyway. Uh, baseball yeah. team and then fresno you can bring stuff in you can bring food in and you can bring like a water bottle in too so like it's it's kind of affordable for the family but i feel like at fresno the food isn't bad like price wise uh no i mean you're still looking like soda seven bucks your hot dogs eight like it's still mm-hmm. the same like okay. they still price oh, you out like th- that's why we'll go like i'll go eat before so we'll go eat and then we'll we'll, we'll go like afterwards yeah i got so like when the Eagles were in the Super Bowl, <clears throat> I made wings. I smoked a brisket. I had beer. We had a bunch of snacks. And like, see, this is where it's at. Like, imagine if I tried to do this and like tailgate and do that yeah. whole like. No, it's easier. Just hang out at home, and then if you're losing, you can turn the game off. I mean, I did. I will say this: it sucks that they lost, but at least it was a competitive game. Like, I'll never forget. The game, the soup. So Cora, her birthday is two days before mine, which is like right around Super Bowlish time. Mm. So she was home for a little bit, and like she was. There's a picture I got to find it of uh, her sleeping on my chest, and I was watching the Super Bowl. It was um that Rams Patriots Super Bowl, mm-hmm. where I think the Rams only scored like three points. So even though it sucks that the Eagles lost, at least we didn't get that yeah it was a good game they both teams were in it thank god jonathan gannon's not the eagles defensive coordinator anymore terrible game day coach fucking awful <laughs> game day coach. that was a tough game for you to watch huh buddy it, it was it was a little bit tough you know like <clears throat> it was hard because they were competitive they the defense just folded in the second half and it pisses me off and that's why i hated jonathan gannon and like yeah. the defense was so good all year, it was good during the regular season. Well, they were steamrolling bad teams, yeah. And the offense was really the offense was good in the Super Bowl too. I can't even like Jalen Hurts did everything he could. The one play that I thought he just fumbled the ball, he got face masked. It didn't get called. The field was a mess. But I don't want to sound like a 49ers fan and sit here and cry. The 49ers fan are still crying. I had a girl that, that said the 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 Eagles cheated in the NFC Championship game, so I just asked her, "Hey, can you tell me why they or how you think that they cheated?" And she blocked me. Like I, I just want to know, like, how did they cheat? Um, Forty Nine er fans are notoriously, um, they're, they're, they're babies. Like they're, they're babies. As a, as a San, as a, as a California resident, I will just tell you, Forty Nine er fans are, they tend to be like that. So you just got to kind of roll with it. Like, are you going to push Cora to be an Eagles fan? Are you going to do that? Um, I. <laughs> I mean, she kind of already is because daddy is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so every time we watch any sporting event, 
she says, oh, go Eagles, because she doesn't know. So I had to tell her, like, no, this is the Phantoms, or this is the Iron Pigs, our local teams here. And she's like, I like the Eagles, Daddy. I'm like, okay, if you want to, that's fine. But I'm not, I really, I'm like you. I don't want to really push my kids to do anything. Except yeah. you have to fucking brush your teeth. For the love of God, you have to brush your teeth. <laughs> they hate it. They hate it. I even try to they make hate- it fun. Like we, we downloaded a the song on YouTube, a toothbrushing thing. We have a chart. If you if you brush your teeth twice a day, every day for this long, you get a prize. Like They hate that. Know? And I've still never figured out why they think asking them to go to the bathroom is a punishment. What do you mean? Like say, hey, go to the bathroom. And they don't want to. Like my kid will be like, no, I don't need to go. I'm like, yes, yes, yeah, I know you need to go. Like before a trip, like, hey, we're going to go on a trip, go to the bathroom. And then they fight you with it. And they think it's like a punishment. And it's like, this is not a punishment. Like you need to go to the bathroom because I know you're going to need to go to the bathroom as soon as we get into the car. So you just go out, but then they make it like this big old thing. Like they just make it this huge old thing. Oh, yeah. We went, uh, when we were going, last year we went to Pittsburgh to visit my cousin Jessica. That's why I like Pittsburgh because she lives out there. We were going, we were on Route 78 and we went by Cabela's. There's a big Cabela's in Hamburg. And I was like, look, if anybody needs to pee, there's right by the Cabela's, there's a ton of gas stations. Speak now or we're not stopping for this long. Nothing. Crickets. Two miles later, Daddy, I have to pee. And I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> yeah. So we get off, and I was like, there's a gas station here. I looked at the gas station. I was like, I'm not letting my daughter's body touch that toilet in that gas station. Yeah. I, no way. No way in hell. So we get back on the highway, drive back to the Wawa, all by Cabela's. And then all of a sudden I'm spending $30 on snacks. I'm like, and now, and you know, (laughs) what could have been a two minute bathroom break was now an extra 45 minutes on our trip. Yeah. Well, you know what you need? You, that's a rookie mistake. You need a, a potty chair for the bathroom, like for your car. We have one in the back. Yeah. Just use that. well, the thing is, like, where we were, there wasn't really, because there was construction there, there was, like, nowhere to really pull over safely. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So it's because Route 78 by Hamburg has been under construction since Gerald Ford was in office. Like, <laughs> God. like what, what are we doing out here? <laughs> one of those. It's just, like, uh, never ending. Just, they're redoing the turnpike, the Northeast Extension, which goes from... Uh, Philadelphia. Well, not exactly Philadelphia. It goes from um, I forget where it is. North, slightly north of Philadelphia, like off the Schuylkill to Allentown. That's called the Northeast Extension. Yeah. By the time they finish it, they might as well just start repaving it. Okay. It's been going on that long. Yeah. It it's just a never ending thing, and it's like, can we oh, so- please? Yeah, so like poor construction is not just a California thing. It's also an East Coast thing. So one of the things that um, somebody made this meme, it said Pennsylvania State Flower, which is actually the mountain laurel, also known as a rhododendron, very beautiful flower. 
They do yeah. grow out of the side of rocks too, which is really cool. So if you live in the Pennsylvania area, go to Jim Thorpe. They have a scenic train ride up there. It's like an old steam engine. It's really fucking cool. It's cheap. Kids love it. Take your wife. She'll love it. But the rhododendrons, they grow right out of the side of rocks. Fucking cool as hell. But somebody did this thing where they changed it. And he said, you know, the state flower. And it was just one of those big construction barrels. Yeah. And the state of Pennsylvania actually responded to it. Like, no, that is not our official state flower. Ha ha. And it's like, well. And the problem with Pennsylvania, so we're a hub state. We actually have like the second or third highest gas tax in the country. Oh. And they just keep building warehouses everywhere. It fucking sucks. You mm. you can't move in this state. Yeah. I can tell you what the first state for highest gas tax is because I live in it. It's California. <laughs> <laughs> California is the highest like for tax everywhere. Like I hear you can barely afford to live in San Francisco. Oh, no. Yeah, you can't live in those places, dude. I don't know how, like, regular folk do. Like, I don't know how, like, teachers do and stuff. There's, there's like, stories out here that, like, teachers literally live, like, so, like, let's say there's an uh, apartment in San Francisco, a two-bedroom apartment. That costs, like, four grand. $3,500, $4,000, by the way. Ridiculous. And then, like, what they do is they build, like, like, not cardboard, but they get, like, plywood, and they make little bedrooms in, like, the living room. And that's where they live. Like, that's their bedroom. And they, and and they, they pay, like, five, seven hundred bucks a month. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how people live there. And all for living in a city? No, thank you, man. Like, I don't need that no. shit. My my cousin, not Jessica, her brother, Jonathan, he used to live in New York City. And yeah. he had a studio apartment. It was $2,400. And I'm like, That's dude, my, my mortgage for 1,800 square foot and a double lot here is $1,087 a month. And I'll yeah. own it. If I don't die before the mortgage is paid off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, like you got to, as you grow up and you get into that, but I think with kids, it makes it easier. Like, oh yeah, I can't afford that. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not going there, but like, I, I, I don't know. I don't see the allure of, uh, allure of, or allure. I don't know how to say that word uh, of like big cities. Like I've never been a big city person. I hate traffic. I hate people. I hate expensive stuff for nothing. Like I live in a small city. Like if I want to go somewhere, it's going to take me 10 minutes. It should take me 10 minutes. Like it, it, like just simple. I'm a simple guy though. Same. Same. I like people have this fixation with New York city. They lust for it. And like, Oh, New York. It's so like, have you ever, I want to say to people, like, have you been there? Yeah. It's, it's kind of gross. <laughs> We had a coworker go there and like that was her dream spot, like to go visit. And she came back and she's like, That was the most disgusting city I've ever been in. Like, I'll never yeah. go back. Like that was what she said. I'm like, Yeah, makes sense. But there and don't get me wrong, like I don't want to just shit on New York. There's some cool fucking places in New York. There's a place I want to go to in New York. It's called B and H. They sell like camera and audio equipment. I really want to go there and it's in Manhattan. <laughs> so like, but then I know that if I go there, I have to take my wife and then it's a thing. So then I yeah. just won't go. They do free two-day shipping, so I'll just do that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of cool. They're they're actually the people that own it. They're uh, Orthodox Jews, so they're closed on uh, Saturdays, but they're open Sundays. So do you take like so do you do, do you look at vacation places for like sound equipment? Like, okay, I know they have good sound equipment stuff for stores. I can go there and, and see it. No, what I'll do is if we wherever we go, I'll see if there's a pawn shop around, mm. and see so if like. Well, you know, you can find good stuff there. Yeah. Sometimes. And they don't like you. A lot of times um, I bought a this effects processor when I still played guitar. 
it was a discontinued one. I bought it at the one pawn shop in Allentown for $15 and it was like worth 150 bucks at that time because yeah. they didn't know. And it, it was like a little beat up. It was dirty, but I brought it home. I cleaned it up. It worked fine. So it was fine. Yeah. That's what I do. But um, okay, yeah. Kevin, I think we could probably end it there for this yeah. episode. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think it was, it was a good one. A little insight into what we do, kind of like what, what we are, what kind of people we are. We're terrible people. Terrible people. Kevin, why don't you tell everybody where to find you? Find me? Uh, yeah, if, you, if, you, if you're out there, you're listening, and you like a little bit of football, you can find me at Boys underscore 22 on Twitter. Um, and then if you like some football content, you know, follow the Debbie Royale um, and the Dining Street Wine. I cannot not shout out my guys. One, one day we'll work together. Yes, that's right. Well, um, I got room for you. Trust me, I got room for you. <laughs> Find me on Twitter at Rewind CEO. I don't tweet as much as I used to. Whatever. Um, or don't find me. Just listen to this podcast. <laughs> you follow Dynasty Rewind. Got a great YouTube channel. So does the Devi Royale. Subscribe to both. You know what? Honestly, that if you want to help us financially without actually giving us a dime, <laughs> subscribe to our YouTube pages, YouTube channels, Dynasty Rewind, Devi Royale. Sub count matters, man. It really does. Sub. When a video comes out, click play and just put your phone to the side and let the video play through. Let the ads play through. That is how you can financially support us without spending a dime. Share. Share our work. It's great, too. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks again for everybody for listening to another episode of What the Fatherhood. Hope you enjoyed. Um, if you did, leave a five-star review wherever you can. Hopefully we're on Apple Podcasts at this point in time. We've been having some troubles with that. But uh, you know where to reach us in case you want to hear anything in particular or have any questions for us. See you in two weeks, everybody.